Hi everyone, welcome back to Hands-Free Studying for the MBE, brought to you by Brainscape. These upcoming questions are related to the contract law topic on the statute of frauds. Let's get started. Question one, define the statute of frauds. The statute of frauds holds that some contracts are unenforceable unless they are in writing. Question two, to satisfy the statute of frauds, what does the writing need to contain? The writing needs to contain first, the essential elements of the deal, and second, be signed by the party asserting the statute of frauds defense. Note, the writing does not need to be formal and can be done during or after the contract formation. Question three, when does performance satisfy the statute of frauds? Performance satisfies the statute of frauds only for certain types of contracts. This includes first service contracts, where only full performance satisfies the statute of frauds. Two, for specially manufactured goods for which delivery satisfies the statute of frauds. And then also for real estate contracts, if the buyer does two of the three following acts, either fully or partially paying the purchase price, possessing the property, or improving the property. If two out of those three things are done, then performance has satisfied the statute of frauds. Question four, what are the six types of contracts that are subject to the statute of frauds? First, marriage contracts. Two, contracts that cannot be performed within a year. Three, land interests meaning real estate sales and leases that are less than a year. Two, any sort of executor contract. Five, suretyship contracts. And six, contracts for the sale of goods for a price 500 or more. Question five, does mutual promise to marry without consideration fall within the statute of frauds? No, only marriage promises made in consideration of the marriage fall within the statute of frauds. For example, prenup agreements. Question six, for contracts incapable of being performed within a year, when does the one year period start? The one year period starts from the date of the contract execution, not the date the performance started. Question seven. What's the key question to ask when determining whether a contract falls within the one year rule? The key question to ask is do the express terms of the contract make it impossible for it to be completed within a year? If yes, then the statute of frauds applies. Question eight, what happens if a contract is fully or partially performed before the one year is up? 
if there has been full performance, then the statute of frauds no longer applies. However, if there's only been partial performance, then the statute of frauds still applies, but restitution is available. Question nine, is a lifetime employment contract subject to the statute of frauds? No, because the employee could die before the end of the year. The contract could technically be performed within one year. Lastly, question 10. What is suretyship and what's the main purpose rule? Suretyship is a contract that promises to pay the debts of a third party. The main purpose rule states that if the surety agreement is for the surety's own economic benefit, then it does not fall within the statute of frauds. And that's the end of your 10 flashcard study round. To reach full mastery, remember to study in Brainscape. Our mobile and web app uses the latest in spaced repetition techniques, allowing you to optimize your study time and track your progress down to the finest detail. But of course, when you're driving, cooking, exercising, or otherwise unable to navigate the app, be sure to keep listening to the rest of this hands-free studying playlist. No matter what subject you're learning and what method you're studying it, Brainscape helps you rise to your challenge. Mm-hmm.